Say hello to a new era of mental health care. Cerebral is here to help you achieve your mental wellness goals with professional therapy and medication management support. 100% online. You'll experience the all-new Cerebral way, an innovative approach to mental wellness designed around you. You'll get a personalized treatment plan from a therapist, prescriber, or both in a safe and judgment-free space. Your cerebral therapist or prescriber will outline a customized plan with clear milestones along the way, so you can get to feeling your best. With Cerebral, you're not alone in your mental health journey. We're here to empower you to live a fulfilling life. So take that first step towards a brighter future and sign up today at Cerebral.com slash podcast and use code ACAST to get 15% off your first month. Offer only valid on monthly plans. Other exclusions may apply. Offer ends July 31st, 2024. See site for details. Botox Cosmetic, out of botulinum toxin A, FDA approved for over 20 years. So talk to your specialist to see if Botox Cosmetic is right for you. For full prescribing information, including boxed warning, visit BotoxCosmetic.com or call 877-351-0300. Remember to ask for Botox Cosmetic by name. To see for yourself and learn more, visit BotoxCosmetic.com. That's BotoxCosmetic.com. Hello and welcome to Made by Mamas, the podcast. I'm Zoe. And I'm Georgia. And we're here talking all things parenthood. You know, the real conversations. Tips and tricks. Products we love. And brands we can't live without. Let's get into it. Well, I'm just going back through the archive (laughs) on our DMs to find out what people were saying about my getting busted by Kit sex story. And it's gone down a storm. I actually think, right, you've probably got a lot of people out of trouble as well. Because now... I mean, I've taken something away from it. Now, if that that ever happens to me, I will know straight away what my excuse is, is that, oh, I'm just being stretched. Daddy's just stretching (laughs) me. And that will clear it all up. It's all fine until the the child then asks if they can stretch you out. And then it sort of, it makes you feel even more icky. Yeah. Or in PE, if they put their hand up and say, I've learned some really good stretches from my mum and dad. Can I demonstrate? (laughs) (laughs) Jesus Christ. Jesus Christ. I spat my coffee out laughing at Zoe's weekend bedroom activity, laughing on my lunchtime walk today. What's daddy doing to you? Ha ha ha. And someone else sent me a direct message going, I feel so sad, which is what Kit was saying to me on repeat. So you've you've enjoyed it, guys. And as a result of this, we are now doing a follow-up Q&A today around (laughs) sex. Yes. (laughs) Brilliant. And all funds raised through this episode will go directly to Kit's therapist when he's 18. Maybe not 18, 14. (laughs) I'm joking. I'm joking. It's fine. He's forgotten about it. And we are, yeah, we're going to do a little bit of a follow-up now. And um, I guess we've done one before, haven't we? we like a little sex Q&A I think it's something that well from the questions it's pretty much the you know a running theme throughout that as parents we like a lot of other stuff in our lives we put it to the bottom of the pile and we don't know how to get it back to the top of the pile or somewhere at the somewhere at the top yeah and also I think I think it's important to say here that that's a very that's a very funny story and it, and is and is you know an isolated incident. But you know I I am not swinging from the chandeliers <laughs> you know with my crotchless panties on screaming to have a dildo shoved where the sun don't shine like that's not <laughs> happening. <laughs> it's it's not you know I'm I'm we are just like every other parent out there that we're knackered 
and yeah. we probably put it down the list, probably mm. too far down the list. And actually, it is it is very important, but it does come in in lots of different guises. And I think you know, it's it's. I think there's a lot of pressure around it, and I think yeah. when the pressure builds and the communication stops, that's when you start to have issues within you know the relationship. Yeah, right? exactly. You know what? I was actually reading an article in Red magazine. Um, it's my like little luxury. I get oh, it. Lovely. Sent sent yeah. to me every month, and um, it there was an article about. Um, sex in a relationship and it was really well put it was basically like talking about people different scenarios and all of that kind of stuff and they're basically saying that after I can't remember what it is I think it is even like 18 months in a relationship it might even be less than that it you don't you're not like it's not like an instinct anymore it has to be like there has there's different factors that come into it and they're basically talking about like you know sometimes it's like your surroundings and it might be that some people cannot have sex if there's like washing pile on the side and or they cannot do it when the kids are in the house or they cannot and there's all of these different things and it was really interesting just like reading uh, you know and and just kind of normalizing that that there are lots of different trivial factors that you might not even realize are not letting yourself have the headspace to like to, to have that intimacy but also like probably if you listen to this podcast we all go through patches as well like where you think you've got it sussed and it's bad 100 percent, and then it's not yeah again. so yeah and also and also i think sex sex comes in in so many different forms i mean yes. we uh, we spoke about this with jenny on on tuesday's podcast where you know do you consider kissing to be sex is that part of your foreplay because i sometimes think I really, really don't want to have sex today. Yes, and then I think, same. well, actually it's been, you know, a, a, a bit of distance since the last time we were intimate. I, I think once we get going and we start, you know, really feeling each other, it will it will become, it, I'll start to enjoy the, the process. But the thought of it, sometimes you're like, oh God, really? At the end of a really long day, I sometimes find if it's, if it's just in the bedroom, I also find that a bit of a turn off because I know what's coming. Yeah, you know, we've I been know together exactly for nine mean. years. Mm. Do you know what I mean? It's like, and you've been mm. together for so much longer than that so it's like how can you mix things up and how can you going back to that thing about pressure how can you take the pressure off so that kissing doesn't always have to lead to sex sometimes it's just really nice to have a cuddle and a kiss yes (laughs) absolutely do you know what there's nothing that winds me up more sometimes in fact this morning this morning wow me up so much so we woke up and like I've I've kind of shared this recently our kids are waking up so late at the moment and it's lovely in one way but it also means the morning is like really stressy so right. I was laying in bed and I'd like I'd been awake for a while but I was just sort of thinking oh no do you know what I'm just gonna lay here rather what than go downstairs it? like 6 30 yeah. um I was like, I'm just gonna lay here for a bit like and and just like just basically just lay here not go downstairs yeah, and do start nothing. the day yeah, yeah. and um, anyway so like James woke up and so I like sort of lent on him for a cuddle and for him that was like boom we're gonna have morning sex and I was thinking yeah. no no <laughs> I am literally just like just just leaning mm, on you for a little for a cuddle, cuddle yeah. before we get up but like oh how nice is this like we've got five minutes before we go and start all the rushing around how lovely we can just have a cuddle and he straight away is like woohoo and I'm like no yeah, and now no. that will put me off doing that again <laughs> I have to say to Dozza I I really want to have a cuddle now and I really want to be intimate with you but is it okay if we don't have sex 
Mm. And he says, oh my God, of course it's okay. And I feel like I'm not asking permission, but that's me. That's my way of saying, this is where I am. This is the space that I'm in. Whereas before I didn't really have the courage or I didn't feel like that was going to be held. I I thought at that point he might be fucked off thinking, oh God, well, you know, I want to. And, you know, when when you're the gatekeeper, so for example, Mm. Dozer would want to have sex every day. No joke. If we were having sex every day, he'd be like, yeah, great. You know, we have sex every day. That's normal, right? So I'm the gatekeeper. I hold the keys to that because I have to go, look, every day, are you absolutely bonkers? You know, and it's not a number a week, but can we just scrap that and can we feel it together? So it's not just you feeling it. I have Mm. to feel it too. So we've been through these big discussions around it. And like you said earlier on, it ebbs and flows. But I feel now I have the space and I know it's going to be received well for me to turn around to him and say, look, I really want to be connected to you and I really want to feel intimate and I want to, you know, do some skin on skin stuff, but it's not going to lead to penetrative sex. It's just not. Yeah, it's not. Yeah, it's not. It's not on the cards today. And yeah. also it's, it sounds silly. I know I'm like such a stickler for time, but sometimes there isn't time. And that annoys me as well. Cause I think like we are, this is not the time. Like what part of this moment here, we've got to be up in five minutes. <laughs> Why would you start this? <laughs> Because it doesn't, you can do it in five minutes. Yeah, I know, I know. But Not you know, maybe when, you, but no, maybe it's more for him. Maybe for him, exactly. <laughs> yeah. That's what I mean. And I just think, oh, you're, it, anyway, it annoys me, but I probably definitely need to take a leaf out of your book and just say. Have the chat. Have just the chat. have the chat. Claudia, Claudia sent a message saying, do we have to do it? With loads of <laughs> laughing faces. <laughs> you don't (laughs) of course you don't if you don't want to no of course you don't but I'm not (sighs) sure if that is a a connected or physical relationship if you don't if I'm being completely honest I think if both people are on the same page like I don't know I I actually know I do I don't know a couple I've heard a couple talking before on a podcast they're a lot older they may be in their 60s maybe 70s and they just don't they just don't want to anymore and I'm like oh right okay Okay. if they're both happy fine and I think that's up to you isn't it if you're both happy then yeah cool why not but Mm. it's not not, like I don't think that is like I'd say normal I think she's joking (laughs) yeah of course she's joking (laughs) of course she is yeah it goes back to that it goes back to that communication thing like it's interesting that we are able to have conversations about pretty much everything else but when it comes to our physical relationship we find it very very hard to say what we want to say what we need to say what we desire to say what turns us on what turns us off like we find that conversation really awkward and I find that if we go for you know probably well, I, I don't want to say a period of time because then you could sort of compare, but if we go for a long period of time for us, I definitely feel a disconnect. Yeah. And then yeah, I yeah. start to feel, you know, connect when when we connect physically, it heals a lot and yeah, it brings us reset. closer together. That's, I think it it's is a reset. Yeah. And I think there's like a lot of frustration, especially when you've got young children. I think there's always a lot of frustration and a, a lot of like, um, ag- like just sort of that Aggie sort of ness yeah. micro resentment yeah that you have to yeah. do I do think it re- resets everything um, there's quite a lot of questions here about how do you get your libido back post kids how to get it back um, to being regular I've got a three year old that isn't a great sleeper you know basically mm. this whole thing of busy lives big change becoming a parent how like how do you get it back mm. yeah so I love this question. So thank you so much for sending sending these ones in because um, it's, for me, it all starts with being able to separate your 
parenting life from your mm-hmm. relationship life. And we hear this, you know, you, I'm sure you've, you've read about this and we hear it on podcasts and stuff, but being able to put your children down and just remember that you are in a relationship with somebody and your needs need cherishing is really essential. If you yeah. are constantly, and I know it's really hard, especially if you've got a child that doesn't sleep very well, you're exhausted, but sex doesn't mean wham, bam, thank you, ma'am. Like it's not, it doesn't have to mean penetrative, you know, sex. It just doesn't. It can mean so many other things. For me, it starts from intimacy to how, like the first question is like, how do you get your intimacy back? Yes. You know, libido will come when you feel heart connected to your partner, mm-hmm. that libido and that desire to be physical with that person will come back. Yeah, and it's exactly. little things like, you know, running yourself a bath, making sure that you feel good. And, you know, I, I, I used to say this to you, right? Going upstairs and having a shower and like wash resetting the from the day, wash the day away. Yeah. And um, someone else sent us a message the other day saying that before they do anything, before they go, they put the kids to bed, before they do anything else, they have sex because, or they have some some time together because it's like once you start getting into all the other things that you have to do yeah, downstairs, it then drops down the list. But really like, having that beautiful conversation with the person and saying to them, look, I'm free- I'm freaked out. My libido is gone, but I love yeah. you and I desire you and I want to get it back. And can we try together? That yeah. is a really big conversation, but that is absolutely necessary. I was going to say, I think it's this whole thing of pressure. Like it's in so, mm. like in it, all aspects of life, pressure is never like, it's, I don't, well, it, sometimes it's positive, but not in many circumstances. Is it? Is it a positive thing? And, it, no, and is it very helpful? Not. Like someone mm. else here has put, my husband is pressuring me for sex at least one to two times a week and my baby is five months old. Help. And I think again, like the key word in there is, literally pressure you need to take the pressure Mm. off but Mm. uh, but so both of you understand why you're doing it and Mm. that it's coming from a good place it's not like you're just allowing yourself to think oh no if I don't want to have sex I'm not going to without communicating it I think that's where it, it can break down is that you could say to your husband listen oh I feel really pressured to have sex with you like you know however many times a week I don't like it's not something I don't feel like that at this Mm. point but what I want to do like you said is I want to work on it I want it to get I I want it to get better can we take the pressure off and do this and and you know and basically commit to to one night a week we sit on the sofa and we have some time for each other and then see where that leads to rather than Mm having a number of times a week you want to have sex I know tick like I think tick that box. is I hate yeah, that yeah I it's hate it oh like no. how many times do you have sex a week it's like well it doesn't it's completely irrelevant it's yeah. completely irrelevant I think I think t- with regards to that question because you know that it's an awful place to be when you you literally feel like you're sort of darting from room to room to get away from that person because mm. they're on a completely different wavelength to you and the problem is is that he's probably looking that is his way of validating himself yeah. so men carry a lot of their validation in sex right yeah. we know that yeah. and so he will be feeling um, rejected currently, probably thinking she doesn't fancy me, she doesn't want me, and it, it it starts to spiral. So if you're not communicating that with your partner and you're not saying to him, "I love you," but I'm five months after postpartum and my body doesn't feel the same, however you're feeling inside, write it yeah. down and tell your tell your husband and explain yeah. to him. I I adore you, I fancy you, but this is where I'm at at this stage, and for us to get that back it's going to have to look like X, Y, and Z. And the first one is 
as we all know, because we've been single before, the minute somebody treats you like they that they're not interested, you you want them. Like the minute Dozer turns off and says, "Oh yeah, actually, do you know what? I'm fine with us not having sex." I think, oh. Oh, <laughs> oh, I think I, that's you know it's like when it's always there and someone's yeah. trying to have sex with you all the time it's a bit icky yeah so if you just icky. say to him you know all of these things are going on and you maybe write them down if it's easier for you to communicate that way and just explain it to him really gently so he doesn't feel rejected mm. that would be a good starting point and yeah. by the way I'm not making it about your husband at all I'm, solid advice thanks thanks body confidence is zero post baby i feel so ugly how to move forward oh i want to give this person the biggest hug oh, i know me too i hate that you're not ugly you are so no. beautiful and you've had a baby so give yourself a break exactly no absolutely and i think gosh i, I reckon probably nearly everybody listening to this whether you've had a yep. baby or not or carried a baby or not will you know will be able to relate to this and I think everybody goes through this um and we've spoken a lot about body confidence haven't we um on this podcast and we've spoken about you know how you fix your confidence in your mind because ultimately it is how you feel isn't it and how rather than how you look but I think it's about working out and spending time and allowing yourself to have time to work on it like whatever that means to you like for me if I want to feel more body confident it is about moving my body more it's actually not you know I don't Oh, yeah I do I mean I might switch my diet but it's more, I know that it makes me feel better when I move my body more and I train more whether that makes a difference on the way it looks or not I've got no idea <laughs> because mm. I always just feel so much better when mm. I'm regularly even just walking more just moving more not sitting down um but whatever that is to you like it might not be anything to do with that it might be that you know to get your body confidence back you want to go I don't know just spend more time on self-care like have get yeah. some love like you know have a lovely bath and put lovely creams on it whatever it is I think you just need to allow yourself to have time and really accept that you want to work on this it this is where you are yeah mm. this is where you are and allow like allow yourself the time without feeling guilty that it's important to you to feel your best and also I want you to, this person because you know who you are um I want you to wake up in the morning, look in front of the mirror and quietly say to yourself, I am beautiful. I am enough. I'm amazing. I'm an incredible friend. I'm a wonderful mother. And just start speaking much, much kinder to yourself. Please, yeah. please, please, please stop saying all that horrible, you know, all that, all those horrible words to yourself. Cause it's, if you, if you're, if you're saying it, you're thinking it, you're feeling it, you can't bring yourself out of that. So it has yeah. to start first thing in the morning where you really are nourishing yourself with kindness, firstly. And then I think secondly, like Georgia said, um, body confidence, you know, it's it's all well and good us sitting there going like, yeah, say this and say that and feel mm. this and self-care and like, it's all right. But actually this is where you are in your life. And and we've all been there. Like mm -hmm. we have, I, I've, I've stood in front of the mirror and I've got one wonky boob that's dropped and I fucking hate it. And I'm yeah. like, I'm still not okay with it. And that's why I'm thinking about getting a boob job. And yeah. I sometimes look at my vagina and think, well, it never used to look like that. 
Yeah. It used to look much tighter and smaller and what's going on with it. You know, like we all look at our body and don't like the parts of it. Yeah, and exactly. I, but I think if you're keeping it a secret and you're not sharing it and you're having to take the pain alone, yeah. this is this is when you're going to feel very isolated and you're going to wear your baggy clothes and hide away in the corner and not want to be intimate. Like, of course you're not. But yeah. if you explain it and talk about it and share it and let somebody hold it and be really vulnerable, which is really scary, that is the way that you will heal. And yeah. it's not going to be, you're not going to feel like this forever. No, exactly. And also, I don't think that it's sort of one, it's not like a cure. Like there is no, no. cure to always feeling body confident. It's something you have to work on like just all the time. And it's like a mind shift, isn't it? The whole, that whole, well, I haven't got it right yet, I don't think. <laughs> oh, it's, it's a difficult one. It it's is a difficult, a difficult one. one. We'll be right back after this short break. We love our pets, but when the floor is covered in fur, that's harder to love. Eufy X10 Pro Omni Robot Vacuum has powerful 8,000 PA suction to make hair vanish from floors in just one pass. Plus, the roller brush has automatic detangling for easy hands-free maintenance. Want to know more? Go to eufy.com, that's E-U-F-Y.com, and discover X10 Pro Omni, the best-in-class all-in-one robot vacuum for only $799. Say hello to a new era of mental health care. Cerebral is here to help you achieve your mental wellness goals with professional therapy and medication management support. 100% online. You'll experience the all-new Cerebral way, an innovative approach to mental wellness designed around you. You'll get a personalized treatment plan from a therapist, prescriber, or both in a safe and judgment-free space. Your Cerebral therapist or prescriber will outline a customized plan with clear milestones along the way so you can get to feeling your best. With Cerebral, you're not alone in your mental health journey. We're here to empower you to live a fulfilling life. So take that first step towards a brighter future and sign up today at Cerebral.com slash podcast and use code ACAST to get 15% off your first month. Offer only valid on monthly plans. Other exclusions may apply. Offer ends July 31st, 2024. See site for details. Welcome back to this episode of Made by Mamas. Now, where were we? This is a good one. Yeah, How to have a G-spot orgasm. <laughs> I've never had one. Never I. That's what I was going to say. Well, I have never had one. Not a G-spot orgasm, no. I've never had one. No, I don't think so. Wow. No. That's, well, then... I've only ever had a clitoral orgasm, not a G-spot orgasm. So does that happen post-coitus for you? Or does that happen during? What? What do you mean? Well, as in, like, if you're, if you, if you think that you haven't had a G, like, haven't had a G spot orgasm, and you've only had a clitoral one, is that something that you can do when you're having sex, or does this have to happen afterwards? No, no, no. it can be when I'm having sex. Yeah, no, no, no. Right. It can be, yeah, yeah, yeah. But okay, I think it's. I don't know, but I think they're two separate things, right? 100% they are. Yeah. So basically, the, the G-spot is tucked really, really far in and up like a ledge. So if you have your fi- if you put two fingers together and you like it's like you're inserting them and then you you bend your fingers up and then you go up and round, the G-spot is basically hidden up and round in the yeah. majority of women, right? Yeah. yeah. So it's actually really fucking hard for a penis to to get there. Reach. <laughs> to get there. Yeah, unless you've got, I mean, yeah, it's it, unless you've got a wonky, a wonky willy, which is totally fine. Um, so it's actually quite hard to find it. So my advice would be: now it doesn't happen for me during sex; it happens afterwards, but it involves 
uh, vibrator and fingers that are then like bent and curved upwards. So I would give that a go. It's it's quite a thing. We've perfected it over the years. But if you're struggling <laughs> to have a G-spot orgasm, that is the advice that I can give you. But you have to be very, you have to direct your partner um, as to where they're going and they will not know. So, yeah. And then it's just pressure applied to it. I mean, we should go. do a masterclass on this. There we go. Don't join Jenny Keane's sex workshop. Join Zoe Hardman's. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, I'm here, okay? And I'm not, I'm cheap. She's here. Right. I think I'm going to ask this one expensive. as well then. Where Go are on. we? Um, sex toy and vibrator recommendations. A couple of people have asked this. Like, I really want to buy one, but I don't know where to begin. The choice is endless. Yeah, and some of them are so expensive. That, do you know what? That is so true, aren't they? Those Le- Leo, Leo, is that what oh, it is? They're yeah. hundreds of pounds. They are. Like, that is a lot. But I mean, you know, I'm sure they're worth it. I think like cost per wear as well. You've got to think about that. I always yeah. think about that. I'm like, you know, if you if you're using it a lot, then yeah, you get you get you're gonna also, get your money's worth. I tell you what else I think about. I think about I don't. I wouldn't really be buying like a cheap one on Amazon because it's an electrical. <laughs> No. What, what what are you worried about? Like well, like it being electrocuted or it blowing <laughs> up. Or... Might give you the best climax of your life. <laughs> but also like you'd have a completely burnt vagina. I don't really know if that's worth it. So I would, if we're talking about costs, I would definitely go to somewhere reputable and don't buy. <laughs> it's true though. Like seriously. That's hysterical. You're really making There's me laugh. There's so many things that you wouldn't buy. Like cheap so i don't know why you'd buy a sex toy that you use on your body like you just wouldn't why would you buy a cheap one no don't do that and also you want to be you want to be really careful with things like obviously the material that they're made out of because mm-hmm. you know that can cause a whole heap of issues if it's not you know if it's not not good quality products so yes i love the i love a lilo i think they're amazing um you know i i, I think they kind of they do everything they say on the tin, but they are kind of 200 pounds for certain toys. So they are an investment, but they will, I mean, I've had mine for like five or six, maybe more, maybe like eight years or something and it's still going strong. Wow, there we go. There's good websites like Love Honey. That's a reputable website and they have like all different price points on there. Um, Yes. So do you know they do them on boots? You can buy them on delivery via boots now. (laughs) <laughs> so if things get really heated really quickly <laughs> that's what I was going to say you can literally get them like in 10 minutes <laughs> like we've obviously got our sex briefcase which we don't bring out that much anymore if I'm honest with you but there's a whole heap of stuff in there but the little dozer recently obviously we had that that black butt plug incident which was hysterical but he also bought some like like um, wrist sort of harness things and they're, they're like quite kind of me. They're not, you know, I'm not talking like being harnessed up to the wall, but they're kind of interesting because they sort of add something, but your hands can be just tied together over your head, which is quite interesting. Now, I would consider that to be a sex toy because, yeah, it you is. know, it, it, it is. Sure. It's fun and it mixes it up a bit, but you're not, you know, you're still, you're still free to kind of move around and do your thing. But it just depends on what you want. Like I, I'm got to be honest, I don't really, I think sex toys that are used uh, internally, that's not my thing. Yeah. That's not yeah, my thing yeah. at all. But it, you just need to figure it out. It's a bit suck em and see. Excuse the pun. <laughs> <laughs> there we go. So someone says here, how often are long-term couples having sex? I know there's no normal, just intrigued. He's just not that into me. How could I bring it up without making it a thing? 
Well, I think there's two, yeah, there's two completely separate questions there. And I think how often are long-term couples having sex? I think we we said before, like you might talk to, you know, your friend one week and they're having sex three or four times a week. And then you might talk to her three months like down the line and she might say, oh, actually, it's not happening very much at the moment. And I think Mm. that's why I don't know how helpful it is when you when I, I you know you start putting numbers mm. on it again i think it adds to pressure i i do think like if my friend came to me and said we haven't slept together for like i know a few months or 6 months or something unless they just had a baby or you know whatever that kind of thing i would be like oh that sounds like a lot but yeah yeah. yeah, but it's, it's 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 just it's you know what Louise Boyce, Mama still got it. She did a poll on her Instagram, and I think yes. the average was once every three months. Yeah, um, that's, that's what she yeah. took. That's mm. what she took. But um, again, I think compare and contrasting, there'll be people listening to this going once every three months. Well, we haven't had sex for a year, or exactly. there'll be people listening going, "Wow, that seems like a long time." So again, George is totally right. I think comparing and contrasting isn't right. You have to find your pattern, and I don't. Yeah. I think there's just way too much talk around how many times people have sex a week. Yeah, exactly. And also, I'm not being funny. There could be people who are having sex five times a week, and actually, it's not. Who are those like, you're not connecting. Well, no, I don't know. I don't know any of them. <laughs> They're not parents. They're not connecting. It's like, like we just said, like a quickie in the morning. There's no connection or intimacy there. And it's just like a, just going through the motions. And is that, is that any better than somebody's having sex once a month? But it's amazing and they really connect. Who knows? But that's why mm. I don't think it's putting a, yeah, how, how often is, is helpful. No, um, I agree. But to the second part of your question, he's he's just not that into me. How can I bring it up with making it w- without making it a thing? I think you have to allow it to be a thing. Um, and I think this is exactly what we've just said. I'm guilty of it probably myself. Like sometimes with James, I don't communicate it. And then he will probably sort of make something up in his mind I'm not saying you have made this up in your mind at all but you're saying he's not that he's just not that into me but it might be a a whole host of other things like a whole like loads of other reasons he's stressed he's you know whatever it is and unless you ask and unless you unless you say you're never gonna know and you're literally just sort of assuming it's it's totally right George yeah Yeah. I I don't know how you can do I know what you mean without making it like really serious and like we need to have a chat but you have got to allow yourself that it is you know it is important to you and you don't want to feel like that I think telling somebody how you feel is really scary because you think right this is me at my most vulnerable Mm -hmm. so I would do it my advice would be to, to, to try and take all of the defense out of it as in it's not an attack on him it's not you know, it's not, oh my God, you're you're not this or you're not doing that. Or it's like, this is how I'm feeling and I need to share that with you. I I feel that, you know, you maybe don't fancy me as much anymore or that you don't want to be connected to me and I really want to be and try and have that because saying that to somebody, they might get really defensive. He might, he might. I mean, I know because it's happened 
I've been on the other end of it where, you know, I've, I've had someone say that to me and, and, and I've, I was like, well, what are you talking about? I'm really into you and and it can blow up and it's, uh, am I not enough? And then they feel that they're not enough. Mm. So it's like, you have to go, go really, really steady, but please, please share your truth because otherwise you're going to have this thing that you can't swallow and you can't say, and it's going to eat you up. And also you deserve to be loved and touched and honored. And if someone's not doing that, you need to figure out why, because you can work at it together. absolutely yeah do you know what that's that is actually so true and I think a lot of people give up on their relationship when like something like this is going on because and they've actually never drilled down and just had the conversation that is totally fixable like it's like you can so easily get these things back in your relationship do you know what I mean like it's Mm -hmm. I don't know and I think that's where things go wrong so often is that it just mm. builds and builds and builds and no one's actually saying what they're thinking. Um, and they're just assuming what the, the other one. Exactly. They're just assuming yeah. and they're just going about their lives assuming. But yeah, and I know that's easier said than done, but it's it has to be done. Talk to your partners. Talk yes. to them, talk to them, talk to them and find out what's going on. It's, it's only a positive. Exactly. So, should we, we need to do some products. And I guess we could yes. do sex products. We've spoken about, you know, a few things on there. And actually, in some of our past episodes, we've recommended, like, Zoe, your favourite lube. I think, is it called, like, Yes, Yes, Yes? Or something it's called like Yes that. Yeah. I yeah, always yes remember lube. that. Um, <laughs> but I think from this episode, like, the main takeaway is, actually, it's not always the sex that needs fixing. It's the other stuff and it's making yourself feel good so that you're in the right headspace to have sex so do you want to kick us off something that makes you feel good (laughs) so i absolutely love the um l'occitane relaxing massage oil um it's it's really great i actually just use it on my legs because i get quite sore legs after training and stuff but sometimes does it gives me a little foot rub with them and it's uh it's to be honest with you it is quite spenny it's 32 quid but it lasts and lasts and lasts you don't have to use that much yeah Um, and i just love the brand the product's you know really great it's got great ingredients in it all very natural so yeah that would be my top product for that love that you know what so this is not it is yeah this is this is linked to making me feel good because i mentioned before that movement um it it it's everything for me actually and i've only just realized it it but if I'm exercising, it increases my libido. I feel better. I have more energy. But I was getting quite in. I was getting in a rut of not having time. Like I'm so much busier with work now. I just don't have time to go to the gym. So I took a leaf out of your book, Zoe, and I cool. bought some weights um, and some uh, bands and a mat and a slam yes. ball from Networld Sports. They had everything on there, and it was all in the sale. I think the sale might even still be running now. Um, and I've just got it in the garage so that I ha- I don't ha- I do have an excuse or oh, I can make all the excuses up but I don't have an excuse not to do it and quite often when I've been sat on my desk all day if I don't if I haven't done anything for myself the whole day the last thing I'm going to want to do is then you know be intimate so I'm finding that if I have carved out even 20 minutes of like doing some weights in the garage every day then yeah. that you know that that helps and I and I feel so much better so I think it is or it could be like doing pilates or whatever it is just something that is actually realistic that you're going to do that's going to make you feel good and allow yourself some time then 
yeah that's helpful that would be mine yeah the next thing I want to talk about is just how fantastic the Marks and Spencers lingerie sets are I know we've spoken about them before but not oh for a while God. on the podcast yes. I popped into M&S on Oxford Street the other day and because it's obviously Valentine's Day coming up and even though I don't buy into that I did think some of my knickers they've got so many holes in them you know no wonder no wonder I feel a bit of shit when I put them on. Um, and just like really good price point, really good for like everybody shape, you know, every kind of like different knicker shape as well in there. Some really pretty sets for not that much money. So I would just recommend if you're feeling a bit rubbish about yourself, go and buy yourself a nice new set. You don't have to spend fortunes and it does, does make a difference. Like if you're getting undressed at night and you're seeing a sort of like, yes. you know, off kind of white, beigey, holy number that doesn't match. It's like... It doesn't make you feel good. No, exactly. Um, And again, this is sort of linking into that. It sounds like a really trivial product, but the Beauty Pie, um, oh God, I can't even think what it's called. It's in the white tub. It's actually the copy of the Laura Mercier Body Butter, which is also lovely. Um, I put that on after I've had like a shower or a bath every night. And it is unbelievable what it does to like my mood and how I feel about my body rather than, especially, you know, it's winter and your skin gets all dry and scaly if you put something lovely like that on it feels to know it just feels like a real treat and when you get into bed you just feel mm, lovely so yeah, nice. I would, yeah yeah treat yourself to something like that it doesn't have to be expensive love that um thank you so much for listening to today's podcast thank you for sending in all of your questions we've absolutely loved it as always you can uh, rate review subscribe and please 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 give our podcast a follow then you won't miss an episode yeah please do and any feedback on these q a's or anything you'd like us to chat about then drop us a dm on instagram we're on at made by mamas and we'll be back on tuesday Made by Mamas is an Insanity podcast production and today's episode was produced by the lovely Charlotte Mason. Insanity Group. Join us today during the Jeep Celebration event. Right now, get 20% below MSRP for an average of 15178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe or Summit 4xe. Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer incentive offers. 15,178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xE and Summit 4xE models and dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark.